When something hits close to home, it really has a great impact on us. And this is especially true of losing a loved one. Certain memories are formed that never go away. Like losing my dad on August 15th. That's who I think about during the fireworks, of course. But my home right now is on West Genesee Street, number 76. And if I walk out on my porch, I'm very aware that my next-door neighbor, Rose Salmon, died not too long ago. But what's really stunning is to look across the street and realize how recently Jane Robert was deceased and Paula Hickey was deceased and Al Barris and behind them Marty DeSanto and now Dorothy DeLeo. It really hits home in a very literal way. And just around the corner, Harold Bird on Columbia Street. Death is something that is so difficult and yet it's something that we all face. The death of a loved one, and of course, eventually, our own death. So how do we pull all of this together to have some meaning on this day that we call All Souls Day, the day in which we commemorate all of the faithful departed? It's different than All Saints Day. All Saints Day is very glorious. We think of all the, the people in heaven that are unnamed, uh, that don't have the big capital S, A-I-N-T, in front of their name, the unofficial saints. But All Souls Day is different. It's quieter. It makes us look inside ourselves. It makes us call for strength. It makes us pray. And there's so many different aspects of uh, the significance of this day that it's almost impossible to cover them all. So I'll make a few comments about them. One is, of course, the day of remembrance. And we remember in a very intense way, and this is why we have the candles here today for all who died in the parish over the last year. It's a day in which we call to mind that person and the kind of life that they lived and what they meant to us. And so it is a day of remembrance. How important that is. How vital that is. But it's more than just that. It's also a day in which we pray for those who are deceased, praying that um, they may quickly come into the full presence of God. We know from the book of Revelation, a quote that says, nothing of heaven, nothing defiled will enter into it. And I know that all of us, if I were to face the Lord right now, I'd say, give me a little time. This is what purgatory is about. Not some sort of raging thing, but an opportunity for a person to uh, become fully pure so they can enter the presence of God. And so it's a day in which we pray for all of our deceased. But it really is, above all, a day in which we contemplate the great mysteries that we just heard read from the scriptures. It's a day in which we call to mind that virtue of hope. There's a list in scripture of all the spiritual gifts, but the three greatest gifts are faith, hope, and love. 
Now, I think, unfortunately, hope gets kind of like hardly mentioned because we think it has something to do with the Powerball lottery. I hope I'll win a billion dollars. It has absolutely nothing to do with wishful thinking. Absolutely nothing. Hope is that that firm grasp that we have, that we receive from the Holy Spirit. We should ask for the gift of hope. That helps us to realize that all of the promises that the Lord has made to us will be fulfilled. Even when it seems like perhaps they're not, hope gives us that assurance and that sense of peace that his words are true. What have we heard from the scriptures today? How marvelous this passage is from the, from the gospel, in which Jesus says it's the will of his Father that he would lose none of those who were given to him, that all of those who would believe in him would be raised up on the last day. That hope should keep all of us going each day. We shouldn't just think of it as at funerals. It should keep us going each day that we have chosen to become part of the body of Christ. And Jesus says of his Father, there's no snatching out of his hand. God has a hold of us. Paul in the second reading has that marvelous uh, definition of love. That what is love? Love consists in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So should we not always be full of hope that at our worst, Jesus shows us enough love that he would die for us? How much he loves our deceased loved ones. Way more than we do, believe it or not. So that gift of hope is so important, so vital, it keeps us going. And wrapped all around that as well is the uh, charge that we all have, that we should have every day, not just on November 2nd. And that is the eternal perspective. We all need in our day-to-day life to realize that this is not our lasting home, that the Lord has something far greater for us, that As wisdom says, the souls of the just are in the hands of God and no torment shall touch them. That he has in store for us a place in which every tear will be wiped away. A place where we will see God and become like him. Scripture even tells us, it's kind of remarkable, that eye is not seen and ear is not heard, nor is it so much as dawned upon the mind of man what God has prepared for those who love him. What does that mean? It means that if you put everyone on earth together who's ever lived and ask them to describe how glorious heaven is, it's greater than that. That eternal perspective, that hope, that love that God has for us should not only keep us going each day, but it also enables us to get through the loss of a loved one. What a tough thing. What a difficult thing. Sometimes I wonder how people can bear it. But we all face it. And what what enables us to bear is trust, hope, the belief that Christ has died for us 
and wants all of us to be saved. So as we remember our loved ones, pray for them as well, that they will enter that fullness of God's glory. Pray that the lessons that they taught you by their lives here on earth would help you to have that eternal perspective. Pray for your family, that they would not be so focused upon the things of this earth, that the things of the life of the world to come are blotted out of their mind. And pray for yourself. You're in the hands of God, and no one can snatch you out of his hands. Why? Because he loves you enough to send his son to die for you so that you can live forever. What a wonderful day today is. And I give to all of you my deepest sympathy in the losses that you've experienced. And I pray that your loved ones will be standing before the throne of God this very day. And that you would find in this day a sense of healing and a sense that we're all in this together. We are the body of Christ. When one rejoices, another rejoices. It also means when one is sorrowful, another is sorrowful. As Father mentioned, we can be both joyful and sorrowful at the same time. Trusting that the goodness of God will enwrap our loved ones in eternal glory.